0: Thank you for joining us. And today we are talking about HR and employing veterans. Joining us today from Namos Solutions is Anna Clark, who is Head of People, and James Murphy, who is CEO of Tech vets So, welcome both.
1: Hi, good to be here.
0: So, first of all, Anna, I wanted to ask you can you tell us a bit about Namos Solutions and what the company does?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, we are an Oracle specialist, so, we're a consultancy. Um, we were founded 10 years ago actually so it's our 10 year anniversary this year um we've grown hugely over that time but we essentially are a consultancy and we implement oracle products and, and run you know large multi pillar projects for a range of clients
0: within your industry we are reading a lot about tech skills shortages do you think this is
2: true and um what what does it look like in reality yeah definitely i mean i think i've certainly noticed you know, the huge growth in the UK tech sector. Um, I think we're no different to, to other organisations. There's There's been, I think, a huge spike in, you know, tech and, and digital roles being advertised at the moment. So we're seeing, you know, it's a very candidate-led market at the moment where we're not seeing the kind of volume of candidates come through that we normally would, and it's a very competitive landscape out there. Um, you know, it's it's challenging to find, you know, good and skilled candidates that kind of, you know, tick off all the... All the you know, skills that are required for our, our our positions. So we are certainly noticing at the moment. Um, yeah. And also, you know, I think employees at the moment, especially through the pandemic and over the past, you know, twelve to eighteen months, twenty four months, um, you know, candidates are, are rethinking their their life priorities. So I think the focus is on, um, you know, broadening broadening skill sets of the current workforce, but kind of trying to think outside the box in in order to try and bridge that that skills gap. So. Um, that's certainly something where we're focusing on and, and have been focusing on over the last 12 months looking at new ways to to bring in skills in, into the market um, because yeah what we're seeing really is the the demand for skills um, is far outweighing the supply of candidates who are able to to build them so we need to look at, at other options really.
0: And what kind of roles are you trying to fill across tech and I mean are they sales roles, um, marketing roles, kind of more hands-on roles, what's the breadth like? Yeah.
2: I mean, it's a real variety. So we've got um, project management roles, so project managers who come to, um, you know, lead some of our technical projects, um, and then the breadth of Oracle skill sets. So technical consultants who specialize in Oracle products, um, um, you know, functional consultants who specialize in finance um, or, or HR, um, but from from an Oracle perspective, so you have that experience working on the Oracle systems, <clears throat> um, you know, able to implement it, um, and also manage services. <clears throat> So um, consultants who um, support our clients, um, you know, from a kind of a help desk perspective, but again, with a very strong kind of Oracle skill set. We also do in, um, recruit internally. So for our internal roles, as you mentioned, marketing, sales, um, HR and admin type vacancies type as well.
1: I imagine with that sort of breadth, but, I mean, it's got to be expensive um, because, you know, I mean, I, I talk to as many organizations as possible and I work directly with the HR teams. And the amount of times I've had a conversation that's ended up with a, a sort of deep discussion around how costly it is to drag people with the required tech skills, as you say, um, you know, there are less people with those skills. Mm. That's always going to happen as technology moves so much faster than humans can. Um, but but it's, it's costing them so much to try to pull people out that actually on average, they're looking at around, you know, £20,000 as, as a desired sort of pay rise um, for every individual that they're plucking from somewhere else. Is that, are, you, are you seeing the same sort of stuff?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, when I said it, yeah, a candidate driven market, that's exactly what it is, you know, people are, are being headhunted and poached for, you know, huge salaries and, and huge, you know, hikes, hikes in pay that, you know, it's hard to keep up with. Um, so yeah, absolutely. We, we, we try to do a lot of our hiring, you know, directly. So we've got a, a small recruitment team, but we also use your agencies as well. So absolutely, we're seeing the cost of cost of hire is um, yeah, certainly increasing.
0: And when you're hiring, have you always looked at the kind of veteran talent pool or is it something fairly new to NAMOS?
2: Um, I'd say it's fairly new actually. So we launched um, a veterans program last year, so in 2021, um, early in the year. Um, and we took on our first small cohort of, of two veterans um, around March March to May time. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a relatively new, new venture for us, um, but we ended up taking five veterans in total last year. Um, so three towards the end of the year, and we've seen um, already, uh, you know, huge um, positives from from doing that programme, and we're we're planning to continue that this year as well. That's fantastic news, and
0: so with those candidates that came through, what marked them out from their non-military
2: counterparts? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, something we've really noticed, um, so we've kind of traditionally run um, an associate programme, so taking of a traditional graduate program so taking um, individuals who've come out of university degrees or or other um, education backgrounds um, bringing them through our training program so a boot camp and things like that Um, so we tried to kind of mirror that but have a focused campaign for for veterans um, because I think what we found was you know their life experience and skills um, and also their you know characteristics um, you know really set them apart and we found we had so many quality candidates coming through for our vacancies um more so than you know what we had for for maybe other you know traditional routes um so I think you know for the the individuals that we hired last year I think we found that um you know they're able to hit the ground running quite a lot quicker because they've already come with you know huge variety of of skills and experience both from their you know military or, or forces you know experience and background but also some of them also have you know, civilian um, experience as well in, in other jobs. Um, and I think, you know, there's such a breadth of, of roles available in, in the military and in the forces. So, you know, engineering backgrounds, even IT backgrounds. So you're sort of getting all of that skills and experience on top of, you know, the work ethic and, and fantastic qualities that they have you know developed over their time and experience in the forces, bringing all those things together. Um, you know, the perfect candidates
1: for, for our roles. That's really good to hear, actually, because I think, you know, and I was a service leader myself, and you go through the whole process where everyone keeps saying to you over and over again, you know, the soft skills and the cognitive skills are something you should really rely on. You'll have, you'll have loads of that, um, and that's really going to you know, put you apart from, from other, other candidates. Mm. But then you get that, it's sort of embedded into you so much that you start to think, well, is that just, you know, standard sort of platitudes where people just chuck that nonsense out and there's no real substance behind it? So it's really good when, when you know, hiring managers you know, and HR, um, heads of HR, et cetera, are, are coming out and saying that's exactly why, why the veteran talent pool is, is so good. Um, and we, we definitely see that the ability to pick up the technical skills quite quickly is a, is a huge boon because you, you know, you're able to chuck them in the mix and all the yeah. teamwork and all that other stuff that, that, that sort of comes with most um, service leavers and veterans.
2: Add to that the
1: ability to learn really quickly, as you say, and you know, the, the progress tends to be a lot faster. They, they get yep, embedded yep. into the into the organization a lot quicker that's really really promising to to yeah, hear that directly from a team um you know hiring them absolutely
2: and i mean especially for, for us you know in our consulting roles it's it's very sort of client facing and and those kind of you know leadership skills and you know team working they are absolutely critical and it's, it's things that you know are harder i think to to learn and to 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 train up in <clears throat> so you know candidates coming with those you know skills and experience uh, it's fantastic because you, you can you can teach the technical skills you know we've got we've got training available we've got career paths we've got a dedicated you know training sorry learning and development lead um, at NAMOS who you know supports you know people through the learning paths and, and technical skills but I think coming with those sort of core mm-hmm. core personal skills is absolutely yeah crucial for us and, and something we highly value
0: if you were going to give advice to somebody else who um, headed up a HR department and they were thinking about starting an academy or putting together some kind of program to bring in veterans what
2: advice would you give them where should they start
1: well, the
2: big yeah, no. one. yeah that's a good question I mean so we as I said we, we kind of mirrored ours on our um, associate program so we run a 12 to 18 month um, you know intake with people you know, bringing people on with zero oracle skills and getting them trained up etc so i think um if you're going to do sort of something like that maybe try and do sort of a a smaller a smaller cohort so do a dedicated you know veterans intake um i would suggest you know having a kind of focused training training path so we run a, a boot camp um the most recent um boot camp we run was actually two months two months long and that was kind of intertwined with a bit of you know shadowing and on the job, kind of learning as well as you know doing technical skills and and those sorts of things. So having that kind of I guess a bit of structure around it, but also a bit of kind of community support. So taking on you know a smaller cohort, maybe with you know one or two or, or three, just to get sort of started. But having that kind of community of of ex-service personnel or, or, or veterans, um, I think really really helps as well. Um, and just yeah so i think having support in place and also a bit of structure um around sort of the the, the training side would be really helpful so how has NAMO solutions worked with tech vets um, we're planning on i think a spring spring early summer intake um so we're working towards that with, with, with james um and getting our vacancies advertised and, and supported so we, we've um, used other avenues last year um to help with our recruitment campaigns um, you know bringing bringing veterans in um, but yeah so, so this year our focus will be working with tech vets and um because i know there's such a a wealth of support that that um you provide to to the veteran community and can really yeah provide some value to us
0: from from your your experience of working with tech vets in the community how many people want to get into oracle or want to get um trained with oracle
1: skills um so to, to be honest that's that's a really difficult sort of m- metric to, to, to gauge, um, generally speaking, you know, we've got 3,123 3, people in our online community. And I suppose if you look at roughly around um, 50% of those are looking to get into, into a, a sort of security based career. But with that in mind, they are all sort of passionate or at least um, very curious about technology in general. Um, and and that's, that's important, it's about understanding how much of a technology she wants to be, because it's going to be a huge learning curve um, and continuous as well. Um, So there there will be loads of people that would be interested in in Oracle. Um, I think most importantly, people would be drawn to Namos Solutions because of the type of company that they are, the culture that they have, and the fact that they have a proven um, templated solution of bringing on veterans. There are veterans already there. And because it is, it's a warm and welcoming, environment for them for the right reasons it's the appreciation of the skills and the experience um you know not that they're vulnerable uh, and and because they're seen as an, an absolute bonus uh, value add to the business you know that's going to be a real, real positive place for people to come and work And i think that tends to draw a lot of the veterans and service leavers um and you know i had a conversation with someone this morning on linkedin um literally an hour and a half ago all about what is most important and it's it, it absolutely should be the culture the vision and mission the, the sort of ethics and the principles and that underpin an organisation the job role um you, you know can be can be a bit more flexible in, in that regard
0: so Anna when you're interviewing for these for these jobs so for example this year you work alongside tech vets and you get some great candidates forward into um into the interview stage um what key things are you looking for um during that um selection process
2: looking for transferable skills so obviously we wouldn't expect know candidates to have you know oracle technical skills you know on their cds or available so we'd be looking for any transferable skills that you know could could match our business but I think most importantly is around you know that kind of attitude piece and you know if they're I suppose how much they you know want it to come into the industry and looking at that kind of drive and determination and, and that kind of will match up to you know how successful they will be in know taking on the training and engaging with that and being a successful employee so really we'd be looking at those transferable you know softer skills um things around you know leadership um you know they led teams um or you know worked in teams that kind of initiative and those sorts of things i think would be really we we really do focus on for for our for our roles here yeah
0: so how important to you is a cb Um, from a candidate or because there's a lot of talk now that CVs don't mean anything you know they're not worth looking at Um, what's your take because you actually you know you're at the coalface
2: yeah no that's interesting actually I think the CV is obviously the first thing you know we, we see that you know from a candidate so I think it needs to give us you know enough of a feel for you know the skills and experience that you know an individual might bring to the organization but I completely agree. I think we're certainly moving away from the assumption that, you know, someone needs to have a degree or all these, you know, qualifications to to, you know, to be a suitable you know, candidate for a role. I think what's most important is, um, you know, those kind of the skills and experience. So bringing that out on the CV, I think it's important, but it's not, you know, the end point. So, you know, if someone has those kind of key things we're looking for, you know, drawn out in the cv i think it's more important to you know have that initial conversation with the individual and get to know them as a person because that just won't come through on a, on a piece of paper
1: yeah i think i think the the reason why i have an issue with the cv is just because not everyone mm-hmm. is going to write them you know otherwise yeah. we, we would all be you know in that sort of field where we are writing stuff for a living um mm-hmm. and and that can be really difficult if you have you know learning difficulties maybe dyslexia or something on those lines mm-hmm. um then then it's can be challenging how to articulate that in a way that someone's you know, going to really jump in and, and buy into the skills um, is, mm. is difficult. I think a cover letter is a wonderful way in which you can at least get a bit more about yourself across. Um, and, and, you know, and I've just been looking at a number of CVs uh, myself and, you know, picking out a couple of bits, knowing that not everything is going to be in that CV as long as there's a couple of little bits for me to then latch onto the cover letter was where I, I can see people selling themselves uh, in a way that, that I can then start understanding a bit more about them. I suppose that first interview is, is, is the most important stage where you can really get them to provide some context.
2: Yeah absolutely agree and I think for, for our um, veterans program we encourage cover letters as well because we yeah. totally agree that that tells us more about the individual often than, than what's on the CV especially for roles where we're not expecting them to come in with, with any experience. Certainly for our experienced higher roles it's probably more important to, yeah. you know, to have um, those things know lay down the cv but certainly for for the roles that we would hire you know our veteran intakes for yeah absolutely it's it's about the person and and that certainly comes through and yeah more cover letter yeah
0: looking forward to the veterans program that you're launching this year with tech vets Mm -hmm. um can you tell us a bit more about what that's going to look like what can people who apply expect
2: absolutely yeah so we typically have um, sort of a, a two phase um, assessment selection process So we'll have a first stage interview. Um, and then following that, we'll have um, like an assessment center type event. Um, it sounds a bit scary, but it's, it's not. We're a very you know, um, easygoing organization and we, we try and make it you know, a fun and interactive type day. You know, Hopefully we'll be able to do that face to face this year, depending on, on COVID restrictions. We have done them virtually in the past, um, but it'll be a two stage process. And then individuals who are successful um, would come and, and join NAMOS in um, a, a particular role. Um, so we'll, we've got lots of different um, disciplines across the business. So as I said earlier, you know, there's you know, HR consultants, there's finance consultants. Um, so we'll kind of match up individuals to the best fit role for them. Um, and then they'll um, go into a bootcamp training program um, once they, they come on board. So we go through an induction process for all new joiners. Um, get them all set up um, in the company and and welcomed Um, and then yeah as I said uh, launch into the boot camp and training and and start their their journey towards becoming Oracle Consultants so that kind of involves a mix of different you know training self-learning you'll have access to to different um, training options and you know both technical skills and also the softer skills as well Um, both external and, and internal training as well I should add And also just getting getting on the job and um, getting your hands dirty and seeing how seeing how it's done because I think a lot of the time a lot of the feedback we get from our um, associates is that that's the best way to kind of kind of learn so put those put those skills in practice. There's only so much you can learn doing a course on a computer. Obviously that gives you the the foundations, but I think getting out there and actually doing the doing, um, which is what we certainly encourage to and you know and. As I said, we've found that our veterans have really you know, hit the ground running and come up to speed so quickly because of that you know, experience and, and background they've already come equipped with. James, do
0: you think this is the, the future of how companies, especially in the tech and cybersecurity sector, are going to recruit?
1: I, I mean, I, I think they definitely should. Um, I, I think, I, you know, Anna made the, the perfect point earlier, though, it has to be scalable. It has to be slow and steady to start with. You've got to pick your, you know, you, you've got to pick your right number. Um, and and that way you're able to learn from all the data that you can glean from that first cohort. All of a sudden, that you know, the iterative process means that it's only going to develop. But yes, I mean, essentially, you know, where you haven't got enough people, but you've got the right candidates out there. They just may not have the the five years experience in industry and you know all manner of tech skills. I think there was even one job where uh, someone posted on LinkedIn that a chap was approached for a job that needed four years experience in the technology that he himself had built. 18 months prior to that, you know, there's all sorts of disjoint um, behaviors, um, but it's, it's a very challenging time for HR. You know, how can you get a job out there to cover every diverse background possible to, to appeal to every type of individual that could be out there. Um, It's really difficult. So I think these programs mean that the candidates that may not have all the technical skills are going to learn on the job. And so many people learn better that way. Um, It means that they get a really good understanding of the business and vice versa. So that candidate comes out at the end and they are not just trained on the tech stack. They understand the HR processes, the cultures, the team dynamics, the clients. Um, And all of a sudden you've got this wonderful sort of ingrained loyalty where um, people really buy into the mission. They really want to be part of of what NAMOS are doing. And I think to be perfectly frank, um, there are more and more companies that are looking at this type of model. Um, If you're massive like AWS, you've clearly got programs already running but it's easier for them. Some of the smaller medium enterprises are now starting to build these smaller programs um, and it's working really well.
0: Okay, so any um, any kind of HR executives that are watching this now, if um, they're interested, they should get in touch with you at TechVets and you can offer advice on how to build that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Ping an email to team at techvets.co. It is just .co. I always get people asking me if it's .com or .co.uk. Um, and, and yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get straight back in touch and we can we can discuss how we can make the magic happen.
0: Brilliant okay well Anna um, and James thank you so much for this morning's chat and for anybody who is watching now who would like to find out more about the NAMOS solutions program that launches later this year then head over to the techvets.co website where you'll be able to find all the information you need to apply.